his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Missouri Congressman Ann Wagner is back with us this afternoon. We'll talk about a variety of things because there's a bunch going on in the news, including our terrible news here in St. Louis. Ann, how are you? I'm fine. I'm I'm on roller skates. We are uh, getting a lot uh, done today. I just left a big financial services markup. This is where we actually, through committee, work on pieces of legislation, amend them. We had 11 bipartisan bills on China and going after their aggression uh, and recognizing them as the enemy on all levels. Uh, I'm now over in foreign affairs, and I've got a fantastic piece of uh, legislation that I am sponsoring uh, and have written called the Taiwan Assurance uh, Implementation Act uh, that um, really basically uh, this bill reinforces our congressional oversight um, on U.S.-Taiwan relations. It ensures that, that any changes in U.S policies towards Taiwan are are aimed at, at deepening and enhancing um, our uh, important relationship. This was something that, um, that, frankly, former Secretary Pompeo had moved very decisively back in 2020 to implement very important law, declaring um, guidelines, um, self-imposed ones by state and other bureaucracies, null and void, and said that we are going to, uh, you know, show unwelcome we're going to really welcome and show unmistakable support um, um, after decades of discrimination against uh, against Taiwan. So basically, Biden's tried to roll back some of the progress that Secretary Pompeo made regarding our engagement and support of Taiwan. And this bill, the Taiwan Assurance Implementation Act, is, is going to nullify that. And um, I think it's a... Um, a really great step. And as I said, bipartisan. And I've got tremendous Democrat support uh, on this. So we'll be doing that. Uh, gosh, then moving to the floor. This well, let, is me, big. Let, me, let me ask yeah. you about the China Please. just real quick, because when you're talking about Taiwan and China uh, being referenced here, I just remembered that the last time that, that we spoke was, well, we, we've spoken in person, but the last time on the air was the day that the balloon was flying overhead. And let me follow up on that because I still think, and and let me ask you this question, have we gotten the answers that maybe we deserve on some of that? It got, even after that Friday, Anne, it got weirder. It got weirder, and I will tell you that um, uh, we have, have asked for the classified documents, and I am told they're being delivered to Congress this week. Uh, I probably will have a chance next week to go down in the in the skiff down in the in the classified center and actually read uh, some of the information. But we know already that that was a spy balloon that was flying over vital infrastructure over uh, over our our bases. Uh, I think we did some things to try and uh, deter their uh, ability to 
collect certain data. But you know what? They were also collecting private data on individuals. And whether it's, it's data privacy is, issues, intellectual property rights, their aggression against Taiwan, whether it's their support of Russia now in, in this uh, horrible uh, war against the sovereignty of, of Ukraine, whether it's, it's a trade, economy. We, it is time for us to wake up and realize that this communist dictatorship of China, the CCP, is, um, is, wants to be a world power and wants to, to take us down. And we have seen a true demonstration of bipartisanship uh, within Congress here to uh, to support standing up to them. And my Taiwan bill here in Foreign Affairs is key to that, along with the 11 bills that just sailed through the Financial Services Committee, uh, too. We're, we're trying to move things through committee and then bring them to the floor Got in it. the proper order so now, people have an ability to do that. Now, on Ukraine, let me, let me ask this question, because and, and I know that you can— we can all live in two different worlds at the same time, and there's priorities all over the planet. However, you've obviously heard some of the things that Senator Hawley has said about Ukraine. I, I happen to be in the camp that says, I, I don't know about a blank check for Ukraine, and this comparison yeah. has been made. Look, we have people that are hurting in this country from whether it's a hurricane or in East Palestine, and whether it's perception or reality, people are like, wait a second, we, got, we have priorities here in this country that seemingly are not being addressed by the government, and we're sending billions and billions to Ukraine. So how would you respond to that? Well, and I'd also point out that, you know, some uh, 7 million illegal migrants have come across our sovereign border. Well, that's true. Right. uh, Too. So uh, now I I do believe that we can walk and chew gum. My my belief is this. uh, We don't want to put boots on the ground. I do not want American soldiers uh, after a triggering, let's say, of Article 5 at NATO to have to go and fight against Russia in Poland or in, in anywhere in our um, uh, Baltic countries. Uh, so if we're going to defeat Putin, it needs to be in Ukraine. That means we have to supply Ukraine and not just America. That means Europe and other countries have got to supply them with uh, the armament that they need. We've heard the tanks that are now going over. I believe we should give them the F-16s uh, also. And uh, I am willing to continue to, to fund a war there so that we don't have to have soldiers fighting somewhere else. Um, I do believe, though, that we should be securing our border. We should be taking care of, of, of you know, the horrible inflationary effects that are, are a drain on every American, which is why we have a bill, I can say on the floor today, that is basically it's going to nullify a Department of Labor who is trying to inject uh, and environmental, social, and government, they've called ESG yeah, yeah. Uh, factors, into your retirement plan. Now, this is all Green New Deal stuff. So what they have done is they've, they've put forward a, a rule that, that actually pushes this radical climate a- agenda and, and says that your retirement funds should, in, instead of protecting them from this woke agenda, instead of recognizing that retirement funds are about a return on investment, not about about a Green New Deal or a woke agenda or some social justice factors. Uh, so we're going to nullify that rule today. And guess what? It's being done under this tricky procedure called um, a Congressional Review Act, which means in the Senate, all it needs is a simple majority. We've got Dem crossover. This is going to get to the president's desk, and he's going to have to decide whether when we've got over 50 percent of Americans who um, are behind on their saving retirement, if he really wants 
uh, them not getting the return on their savings and their retirement investment that they need. Uh, and instead, what he wants to see is is, is social justice agendas, uh, climate change and other things taken into consideration um, under the Department yeah. of Labor. So let me ask you, because I, that's an issue that I'm not very familiar with ESG, but Bruce Abramson wrote about this. He's been a guest on the show. In fact, I sent this to uh, to Fred to get him on uh, because he's a good guest. But he, he describes it this way, because I, I might be a little confused, Dan. This is an outgrowth of what he says is stakeholder capitalism, which is basically uh, corporations have a purpose to serve their owners or shareholders. And then the uh, ESG is basically all human activity affects problems like climate climate change and systemic racism and all corporate decisions should incorporate those concerns. So basically it's a management of the priorities in corporations by the federal government, right? It, and it's absolutely insane because you know what? Uh, any financial advisor at all out there, any broker dealer, they have a fiduciary responsibility to their clients, their investors, the, 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 the people that they are trying to uh, uh, save uh, for, for their futures to get them the highest return on their investment that they can. Now, now, if you're an investor that wants to invest for whatever reason in solar panels and, and social justice issues and all of this, fine. You can tell your financial advisor to do that. But most Americans that are saving for their future and their retirement or a rainy day or a college fund or a new car or whatever it is, they want the most return that they can get. They don't want to get into all of this this environment, right. social and governance, ESG um, stuff that's, uh, again, woke agenda wow, from that, the corp- that corporate is, world. That's crazy. <clears throat> Congressman Ann Wagner with us. i got to cover a couple issues. We've got a bunch going on here. So the uh, minority leader in the House, your colleague Hakeem Jeffries, tweeted out, extreme MAGA Republicans are working overtime to stop us from helping those with student loan debt. Thank you, President Biden, for your strong continued commitment to delivering life-changing relief to millions of Americans. So I said, I tweeted, I said, Psst. Hey, Hakeem, it's really not only MAGA folks, it's an overwhelming majority of the country. It's 75% of the people in this country in the polling, which you don't see 75% in barely anything. That's where the majority is. And he's tweeting out that this is MAGA Republicans, Ann, that are trying this to. Comes, this comes at the expense of hardworking Missourians who, who, who made a, a personal decision not to take out loans. Like these, what we're talking about here is the student loan forgiveness of the ten thousand dollars or the twenty thousand dollars. And I got to say, Missouri is living large. We are center stage today. Our our new attorney general, Andrew Bailey, is up here. He is uh, along with the state attorney general in Nebraska. They are arguing this. Oral arguments are going right. on right now at the Supreme Court as we speak. And uh, and this is a program that would unilaterally forgive student loans. Uh, it could cost it's estimated anywhere from four hundred billion to one trillion dollars of additional debt. I'll remind our your listeners we're at thirty one point four trillion in our national debt already. This would add to that. And uh and again, every day Americans are being told they've got to pay for loans that they, they didn't take out. And I was following some of, of you know, there's no cameras in the Supreme Court, so it's hard to know exactly what's going on, but apparently um, they're getting some tough questions, and I, it could really go on our side. And Missouri could could win this thing for uh, for the country. I mean, uh, 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 Justice Roberts actually talked about and questioned um, the the um, both uh, attorneys general about the separation of powers principles being violated here. Also, on top of everything else, you know, Congress 
This is a, a congressional thing that yeah. we should be done, not by executive order, okay, which is what Biden did. So um, Missouri's being pretty large today. We're passing bills. We're, we're at the Supreme Court. Um, it's it's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing okay. day. Okay, but you know, i got to bring this up. You brought up Andrew Bailey, who, by the way, may still check in with me a little later. He's been doing a great job, and, and obviously, I don't know if you've seen this video, but I woke up this morning, went to bed a little early last night, didn't see it, and now we have a situation where there was basically Basically, someone that was assassinated right down the street, three blocks from here in front of the Post-Dispatch building in broad daylight yesterday. Have you seen that video? No, I oh, have not. It is, I, so it's a, it was, it oh. looks like two guys, they were in an argument. I guarantee you both of them hang out at the open air drug market between where I sit right now and city hall. Oh. And there was somebody that was filming this. It looked like behind glass because some people have actually said, wait, why didn't this person do something? There was a shot that was fired and 911 was called. And then before you knew it, this guy loads a clip and he shoots the guy right in the head in the aftermath of everything that happened with this poor young girl. This city, right? And we're about to start this beautiful soccer season with a team that won and a great stadium. And I hear every day from more people, they don't want to come downtown. And I don't know if I can blame them. Well, I, I can't either. You know, I called for Kim Gardner's resignation um, uh, well before a lot of this uh, dust up even began, mainly because all you hear from constituents everywhere is the fact that she will not prosecute criminals. She has thousands, thousands of cases that she's behind on. Uh, The turnover in her office has been epic. Uh, Judges saying, you know, they'll they'll bring bring up criminals in front of them uh, and ask for three different continuances and stays because they're not prepared. Uh, And finally, a judge has got to dismiss it. You've got you've got families and mothers and fathers who have lost children that uh, have gotten no justice, let alone all of the other crime that now always, you know, slowly creeps out into the county and other places. And uh, it is it is absolutely outrageous. Uh, the lack of pro- she's a Soros funded. It's ridiculous. It who really has done is. nothing. Yeah. And um, and I think, you know what, you're seeing that also on a bipartisan yeah. basis. The media, you're seeing that turn, you're seeing you're seeing Democrats that are skeptical and also corporate citizens and everyday folks that are saying enough is enough. Well, you she know, is negligent. Truth be told, there were a lot of Democrats that were on this side, but they were unwilling to speak up. And that was part of the problem because they were worried about offending constituents. But hopefully, you know, maybe there's something. And I love what Andrew Bailey's doing. He's he's been great. And on top of this, it's brave, it's pretty courageous. Yeah. And I, I'll say this. I think that um, because so many of those judges have to uh, recuse themselves, I think they'll they'll stand up and be witnesses uh, in in whatever trial goes goes forward on this, but, right, but people right. need justice, and we need criminals prosecuted and put behind bars, and we need a safe city so that we can all enjoy opening day of MLS, um, you know, on March fourth, right? That's where I'll be, and um, and I want us all to be there and be safe. All right, I got to close on a personal note. Um, you had your only daughter, Mary Ruth, was was married this past weekend. You shared some pictures. It looked fantastic. My favorite shot, I think, is of Ray walking down. We got together, actually, Ray and Anne and my wife and I a couple of weeks ago, so I I knew that this wedding was on the cusp of happening, but there's this great picture of your husband walking her down the aisle with a big smile on his face, so he looked very happy. 
Yeah, he had a few tears, I will say, too, giving away his uh, his uh, only daughter. You know, we are so, so blessed. All, all three of our children now are married. Uh, Mary Ruth is the uh, is the, the last one to tie the knot here. Um, all done in the uh, in the Catholic Church, all living here in St. Louis. I've got three grandbabies already, and I hope a whole bunch more on the way. I am so blessed, and uh, we had a, a glorious well, weekend. Let me say, and I can yeah. say we also added the, the Wagner family uh, to the Greater St. Louis uh, GDP this weekend, too. So. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> yeah. Nice job. Uh, spur the economy. And we'll talk soon. Keep on them. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye now. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.